Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Smart Muslimer Podcast. My name is Farhat Amin. I'm your host. Have you subscribed? It only takes a minute and if you do, you'll never miss an episode again. Love the podcast? Well, please leave a review on whichever platform you are listening on and why not share it on WhatsApp or Instagram? My handle is farhatamin underscore UK. So please go ahead and follow me and share it with your friends, inshallah. Have your kids ever asked you the following question? Why does Islam have so many rules? Or, why is Islam so strict? Is this something that you've been asked? I think it's something that a lot of children, teenagers in particular, do think about. I know my children have asked me this question. So I wanted to explore and give you an answer, a way, a method to answer that question with your teenage kids. So, um, and what I want to do is look at why our kids can sometimes view Islam as a burden and why, where is this idea coming from? Because if we can understand the source of that thinking, then inshallah we can address their questions and really help them to, you know, not feel so disgruntled and so reluctant when it comes to following Islamic rules. So let's begin. Um, now, this is the way I'm going to go through the way I would answer it. And inshallah, you know, once you've understood it, adapt it to your child, you know, to their age, um, and then have a calm discussion with them. You, you'll probably have several discussions with them, and that's a good thing. It's not the kind of thing you can just answer once and you think, yep, that's done. This will keep coming up throughout, you know, their, their, the years as they grow older. 
So, okay, so I would start by get, asking them some questions. So, for example, do you go to school? You know, they're going to answer yes. Um, do you line up in a canteen for lunch? Yep, they do. Do you dress in a certain way, i.e. school uniform? Or I know in America they, they don't have school uniform. In UK we do. You know, do you stop at a crossing when the traffic lights turn green? Um, do you follow social codes when you interact with people? So, you know, whether shaking hands or saying hello or hugging inappropriate times, you know, there's certain rules, there's certain things when we meet people, we know we can do, and there's certain things you can't do. Yeah. It's like unwritten rules and they follow them. So do you pay for items when you go to a shop? That might seem like a silly question, but yes, they do. So these are all rules and these are all actions which they carry out, you know, so you'll be talking to them, you know, and rules that they follow routinely without thinking about them every single day. Now, what you need to ask them is, do you think these rules are restrictive? You know, are they preventing you from living your life or are they making you unhappy? Have your kids ever asked you the following question? Why does Islam have so many rules? Or why is Islam so strict? Is this something that you've been asked? I think it's something that a lot of children, teenagers in particular, do think about. So I wanted to explore and give you an answer, a way, a method to answer that question with your teenage kids. Maybe they do think that the rules they have to follow, particularly at school, are of a pain. However, deep down, they do know that if they want to get ahead in life and have, um, you know, function in society and, you know, pass exams, get a job, you know, move on in life, they do have to abide by these rules. You know, you need to get them to think about, imagine a school without any rules, you know, learning would not happen. Um, would they be okay that bullies are allowed to get away with, you know, um, intimidating other students, that teachers, you know, don't teach them properly and just say, yeah, go on your phones. Um, you know, imagine a country without laws, chaos would ensue, criminals would go unpunished, you know, the country would be unproductive. And finally, imagine a family without rules, you know, individualism and disrespect would prevail, you know, who... neglectful parents could would love that you know kids who want to be disrespectful and rude and shout and scream at their parents that's the kind of kid who would love a family that had no rules you know if you think about it our whole life is governed by rules and laws for example you know again school rules have exam rules coursework deadlines specific school holidays Um, workplaces have rules you know you have to answer to a boss a particular dress code you know your workplace has to pay you you know these are all rules that help things um, run smoothly and achieve goals so that's something that's really important to get have a discussion with your kids about now um, another question you can ask your kids is do you have a choice when it comes to obeying rules um, now we all have a choice whether we obey or disobey. You know, if we do not obey the rules in society, there are then consequences and punishments. You know, there are prisons, <laughs> there's judges, there's law courts, 
every society has laws and rules that they have decided to organise society. You know, if you choose to disobey the rules, you're a criminal and you will not be allowed to get away with it. So when we think about all these rules placed on our lo- by our local government and you know, councils, we think of them as being necessary, you know, useful. They ensure everything runs smoothly. That's the general view that we and our kids will hold about the rules in society. So why do we feel that the rules that they have to follow in Islam are strict in comparison? But the rules that they follow socially and at school, they are not authoritarian. That's a really important thing they need to think about. The why is Islamic rules, Allah's rules, the Quran, the Sunnah, you know, the Sharia, why that strict, but all these other rules they abide by day in, day out, they are not. Okay, now another question to ask your kids is how much freedom do they really have there is this notion that in western secular liberal societies we have freedom if you're unsure about what secular liberal liberalism means um go uh, if you look up on a previous podcast about um why our children have doubts about islam i, I cover that in there but um so we tend to think the freedom we've got the freedom to dress how we want can eat what we want we can um, socialize with who we want we have you basically you know it's so much cooler in non-muslim countries you know uk us you know is so much more liberal and it's so much more fun um but really we do not have unregulated freedom in reality what we do have is a wide variety of choices when it comes to clothes food, entertainment, relationships, jobs. Um, But we cannot deny that we all have to follow rules and laws of the land. Um, What I would include here is that later on you must explain to your children that we don't follow a law that contradicts Islam. So as an example, if, um, you know, we would not um, go and fight in, for example, the, you know, if in UK, if the British army is going fighting Muslims, we would not go and join and go and fight Muslims, yeah? Because you're not allowed to kill another Muslim. That's just one example. Um, these rules and laws are now, the rules that are decided in Western secular countries, um, these rules are laws that are decided by imperfect humans, men and women just like you and me, who are influenced easily and we have biases and we have prejudices these are the people that are making these rules that we follow and historically we can see that people have changed their minds about what they think is good and bad and what's a good law and what's a bad law for example in britain it was still illegal to be gay until 1967 yeah that's not that's like about 40 odd years it was illegal and people could be sent to prison for it. So there was a time when the law and people decided, no, we're, that's not good. We're not going to, that's a lifestyle choice. It's, it's morally, it's wrong. Um, and that's what the law was. But now it's okay. Until 1968, abortion was illegal. So again, um, people believe that the child 
you know, it was it was murder if you aborted a child. The right of a woman to say, no, it's my, I want to choose my, it's my body. I choose what I do with it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That, that didn't come into the discussion. And another example, smoking ban in England, making it illegal to smoke in all enclosed workplaces in England, came into force just recently in July 2007. Yeah, that's only 12 years ago. So people, when man makes law, men and women make law, they change their minds. And I think we need to ask ourselves, do you really want to blindly follow rules dictated by people who constantly change their minds and what that means by changing your mind it's the the concept of truth it doesn't need to seem to exist that you can change so there's no truth um that 100 years of truth was one thing and now it's something else you know in islam we don't have that idea the truth is the truth you know in 2019 or whether 1400 years ago we don't change our what we believe is true and what is correct. So this naturally brings us to the discussion of um, an idea that children hold that that the Sharia is strict and this um, perception is is fed to them via um, non-Muslim societies that we live in. It's constantly saying that the Sharia, so whether it's the cutting of the hand, um, you know, the stoning of the adulterer, um, not allowing um, homosexuality. This is so strict and unreasonable and illiberal. And so that's the way that Islam is painted, Islamic law is painted to them. So it's no surprise they do say, think, uh, question why they should follow Islamic rules. It's not, hap- it's not by chance. You know, we shouldn't think our children are bad, are bad people, bad Muslims for thinking this day in and day out. So... You know, there is this perception that Islamic rules are more difficult and stricter. In fact, if we look at um, liberal societies, um, they can have just, they do have strict laws. They do control their populations. They monitor their populations. Now, it's interesting, in 2019, governments control and monitor our actions more than ever before. Now, in, um, if you go to the Amnesty International website, it's also the links on my blog. Um, in June 2013, the U.S. whistleblower Edward Snowden revealed that the U.S. and the U.K. security services are routinely collecting, processing and storing vast quantities of global digital communications 
including email messages, posts and private messages on social networks, internet histories and phone calls. The UK government hasn't publicly accepted that this mass spying programme exists. They neither confirm nor deny. The existence of Tempora, the mass surveillance system allegedly run by Government Communication Headquarters, GCHQ, that does exist. Um, so, and it was, the way we know it existed um, is that Edward Snowden, he worked for um, the American government and he was shocked, disgusted by what he saw happening in front of him, that people are being spied on and the information has been collected. They've committed no crime, but the government feels they can do this. So um, if we also think about, you know, the amount of CCTV cameras in our cities, um, it's both these things just you should educate your children about this. That look, This is what is going on. Yeah, that you need to you think Islam is strict and you think Islam is controlling you. This is what um, people when people make laws, this is what they're doing. And uh, they have no problem. They have, they have no checks or balances about this. It's, you know, only unless you get a whistleblower, um, t- you know, telling on them, this is what's happening. Um, so these, you know, I'm sure you can think of other examples about the amount of laws and rules we have to follow. And so, you know, isn't this the type of burden and control that our kids are complaining about Islam? But what you need they need to realize is that it's just that instead of Allah it's people that are deciding the rules you are following we now you know we know Allah loves us Allah cares for us takes care of our needs and knows what is best for us um because he created us so when we follow his rules um it, it it's in tune with our fitra it's in tune with what we need rather than what a human being thinks oh in this time this is the rule but maybe in 20 years it will change and we as the examples I gave you that is what has happened now Allah says to us you know Allah knows what we are like and that we will question his laws and um, so in the Quran in Surah 2 Ayah 216 Allah says but perhaps you hate a thing and it is good for you and perhaps you love a thing and it is bad for you and Allah knows while you know not. So if you think of the things that our kids might complain about that, you know, why can't I go out? Why can't, why do I have to fast? Why do I have to be respectful? Why do, you know, why can't, like so many things that, you know, alcohol is haram, drugs are haram, um, dating is haram, you know. And again, and it says, um, it, because it could be bad for you and Allah knows best. You know, our children don't have the, they're not um, mature enough to grasp this idea, but it's our duty to explain that to them. So um, in a, also in a Hadith Nawawiya, the Prophet said, Verily Allah the Almighty has laid down faraid, religious obligations, so do not neglect them. He has set boundaries, so do not overstep them. He has prohibited some things, so do not violate them. About some things he was silent on, out of compassion for you, not forgetfulness, so seek not after them. It's so important that our children understand when we are instructing them to obey Allah, to 
you know, follow the rules that Allah has set out for us and them, that it's out of love that we're doing it and that it's because Islam is the truth and that we know that Allah cares for us, Allah wants the best for us and we are created by him. Now, the thing is that the possibly what you may need to have is actually go have a deeper discussion about why um, they should believe that Allah is their creator, that maybe that's something that they um, a bit uh, they want to speak to you about, but they don't want to say it blatantly that, you know what, maybe I do, I'm not sure that Allah does really exist, that why, why should I believe that the Quran is the word of Allah? Why should I follow the Hadith? You know, these are things that we may find difficult to hear from our children, but it maybe it's a good idea that we initiate that discussion and that's actually what the problem is here. It's not that they don't want to obey Allah, they don't want to follow the Quran and Sunnah. They they just have some doubts, and that's something I've spoken about in previous podcasts. That that is a phenomenon now, and our children are really being, um, you know, they're under attack. You know, that's a strong word, but their belief, sorry, is under attack, and they are being told in school, in society, to question their religion, to you know, religion is painted as a very backward, it's not liberal, it's, you know, unscientific. So we have to in, sometimes remind them and we can't just think that, yeah, they we believe, so they believe. Yeah, so now what it is, it's, I have on my website, I have a book, it's called Belief in Allah, the Quran and the Prophet Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And what I went through is the arguments in a, you know, in a simple way, not too difficult for your kids to understand and for you to read and then explain to them. So you can go on the website and you can order that book. It's, um, you, you order it in its day, you can download it straight away. So that may be something, a resource that could help you with the discussion that you're having. And um, so, yeah, so that's the way that I would answer that question of why does Islam have so many rules? Why is, the, is everything haram? You know, our kids can say that to us sometimes. And inshallah, I would love to, if you have any suggestions, if there's anything that worked really well for you, please send me an email or on Anchor, you can leave a voice message and I could include it in the next podcast. Uh, so my email is info at farhatamin.com. And inshallah, I look forward to um, speaking again at the next podcast. Asalaamu Alaikum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.